What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, continuously clipping the mic, irritating Matt, as always. Joining me on the panel tonight are... Roger May. Christian DePause. And Heather DePause. If this is your first time listening to this, we are a spoiler podcast, so we're going to spoil the crap out of some books later. Uh, we also tend to review one Marvel, one DC, and one indie book. Tonight it's from Oni Press. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do some trivia. We'll do some questions. We got a double dose of Carlos questions coming later, so that should be fun. So let's start off wait. with Roger. This is going to be good. I was say, wait, you want to talk about Free Comic Book Day real quick? Yeah, let's talk okay. about Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, Free Comic Book Day was epic. Um, we had, you know, the biggest Free Comic Book Day that we've ever had. We, I think we saw more people than we ever have. Uh, we actually had comics last all day so it was a good thing that i you know i went back in i was i was a little scared after zoe did her her school announcement and the <laughs> principal sent it out so um which i it was awesome i we we saw a lot of kids in here this weekend and that to me is is what it's all about um because if you don't you know if you if you don't see the future of the industry by getting kids interested in reading comics there's no future for the industry. Um, so we saw a lot of kids. We were we were slammed. I don't know if, if any of you guys saw it. Um, you know, you guys should follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're relatively uh, frequent posting on Instagram. At least once a week. But um, Johnny was in on Saturday. Did he like live streamed all day? Yeah. He took it away hey, he after was, I took a break. <laughs> he was, and he wouldn't give it back. Yeah, he did. He, he loved was, it too much. Yeah. Um, he was having a blast, so we pretty much live streamed. He's got to learn math, though. Yeah, the en- entire free comic book. We day. have to keep setting him straight. <laughs> Teresa had to keep tracing him and going, "No, no, 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 that's the wrong percentage." <laughs> yeah, but we love him. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really cool. We gave out uh, about four thousand free comics. Nice. Um, had a blast. It was, yeah, we were. We were we were spent. Made a huge well, we got a lot mistake. of great help. Christian and Heather, you guys you guys were fantastic. Um, I shouldn't have stayed and sold sold tr- tr- the tickets the because <laughs> you your odds would have been much better. I shouldn't have done yeah. that. Heather was Heather, Heather was selling the raffle tickets like crazy. I mean, promoting the heck out of it. And then I didn't win. And, and we ended up. <laughs> We ended up selling an insane amount of raffle tickets, and we had some great yeah, prizes. Yeah, you did pretty well, though. Um, yeah, and I didn't but, win. <laughs> but then Heather <laughs> didn't win. So, uh, but we had uh, Doggo came in today and picked up one of the, well, a couple of things we had were some Star Wars drones. Uh, Doggo had won. I won one um, of those. He won the, <laughs> the X-Wing drone. He won the drone. And he came in and picked it up today. I he it was all. really stoked. Yeah. Um, the other thing for you listeners out there, you know, we had uh, we had 110 mystery comic packs that we uh, that we do up ten comics for ten dollars. Um, all that you know is that you're getting Marvel or DC. Uh, we put some Easter eggs in there, um, and Blake didn't get a single one. I didn't I get did. any of them either. <laughs> eight packs, he bought you know? eight. We bought love you, Blake. Four? Blake has a problem. <laughs> I realized that Saturday. <laughs> of course, I don't know that I was helping that much. I think uh, I was actually stirring. We bought four and we didn't get any well, How many were there again? 
you say? There no, were we there were 110 packs, really? and five no. of them had Easter eggs. So they were gone by 11:30. So one yeah. in one in 22 packs had either uh, well, four of them had original art. Three of them were the Chris Johnson turtles. Yeah. Um, and I want it. Guys, if you got a turtle cover in a Marvel pack, you should know that something's up with that. <laughs> but yeah, tag us on Instagram or or Facebook. You Come in, let out. us know because yeah. you got you got something that was really freaking sweet. Um, and then we had uh, Ryan Kincaid. The only one that I saw was Ryan Kincaid's Wasp yeah. uh, art. That was um, a different. Carlos got that one. Uh, and then there's a there's a, a Jack Kirby. Captain America 103, a 12-cent comic from from the 60s that was in one of those packs. If you got those, tag us on Instagram. Let us know, uh, and the, and then we'll share that because yeah. that was really cool. I wanted to see I wanted to see those guys. We were filming a lot of them too. Them yeah, it's like everyone who opened them yeah. on the yeah. live stream, they didn't get them. Yeah, we bought four of the packs and we bought four boxes. Yeah, the boxes were gone by nine, <laughs> ten. Boxes yeah. were gone. Yeah. Blake got all my Harley Quinn stuff. I'm sure he'd, he'd be willing to part with it. No, <laughs> he left. He had to tell me I got all the Harley Quinn. Yeah. And then he left. But it was yeah, <laughs> it was it was what a great day. I mean it always is. It always is. Shout out to Tony Nunez, you know, one for everybody that comes to this shop, you know, our biggest problem in this location is traffic and parking, you know, and on free comp day it's completely jacked up. But um, Tony and I got together and decided to do, you know, to basically take it upon ourselves to change the parking. And that worked out pretty good, I think, didn't you guys? That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Chris's car got hit. My friend Chris. Shh. <laughs> 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 Nothing happened. <laughs> He's That's fine. not cool. Not yeah. like, it, no, no damage. It's just a, like a little beep. Okay. But nope. still, All right. it's pretty bad. No one here. did any illegal street changing and no accidents <laughs> were done. No. Okay. Right? Right. Everything was perfect. <laughs> so no, it, wasn't, it wasn't like that. Was like, all right, let's start pitching okay. some books. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're going, yes. we're going like um, way longer with okay. this. But thank you, everybody that came out to support us on Free Comic Book Day. Um, for those of you who, who didn't make it, we do still have some free comics uh, available. So come in, hit us up, and we'll hook you up. You're What's pitching next? the first book. <laughs> so, oh, I'm Joe, so I keep talking. Okay. <laughs> So, um, this week I'm pitching Titans number 11 by Dan Abnett and uh, art Booth. by Percy. Brett Booth. Brett Booth. Percy is uh, Teen Booth. Titans and um, the other third name on it. Should, I, I should have known this was Brett Booth's art. I yeah. mean, it's unmistakable. Um, and one of the best things about this book, I mean, the story's great too, but um, basically... Uh, somebody steals kid. Or no, Flash. Somebody steals Flash. Flash. Wally. Red, Formerly Red Flash. Wally. Flash. Wally Flash. Wally Flash. Ginger Flash. Yes. <laughs> All right. Somebody. Somebody kidnaps Ginger Flash. Wakes up, finds out it's Deathstroke, and Deathstroke has devised. He's made him into a human time machine. He's gonna go back and save his son. What do you think of that, Ravager? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I. You know, I I like I like. The comic a lot. Um, I'm not a big Deathstroke fan, um, but this issue's really good. I don't, I don't know how I feel. I thought the, I, I thought the, the cliffhanger, and I'm going to go ahead and spoil this. So if you don't, 
you know, if you read Titans and you don't want to know about it, just three, know, three, two, two one. one. Um, the cliffhanger was that uh, Ginger Flash says, "No, I don't want to be your human time machine." And Deathstroke is like, "Yeah, well, tough nuggies, because I got a backup, and it's it's the other Kid, Kid Flash. Flash. It's yeah. Teen Titans. Wally yeah, because early, early in the book, he say he he says his identity. Yeah, and in the other room, he it's the Kid Flash who who hears him say that. Yeah, so he's like, "What? How are you the same person?" Yeah, like if yeah. you're not reading, right, if you're not reading yet. Teen Titans, well, they've met. They, he hasn't told Titans. them who he was. Yeah, and that's why. That's yeah. what I mean. Alter egos. Yeah, like they've come in contact, but they were both wearing masks. Yeah, although I mean, it's, yeah, it's not like, unheard of of someone else having Wally and the same name. West. Right. Now, I mean, come on now. you know, yeah. John Smith. <laughs> I'm John Smith. I'm John Smith. You can't be. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you don't think. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of a letdown of a of a climax uh or what do we call it my brain cliffhanger cliffhanger, cliffhanger. yeah oh uh, my my brain's mush like jonathan's <laughs> um i you know but but the art's killer um i think i think admin does a great job writing it um i'm not sure i really want to read a time travel i'm gonna say you know and, and the angle is is that deathstroke says i will give up being deathstroke forever yeah. yeah, he makes yeah. the he, he save makes the contract for the pitch. one. Yeah, save and I I thought that was lives. that was really cool. I I was like, well, yeah, and and Ginger Flash says no, but then he brings his backup Flash. I'm like, you gave him truth serum and all this stuff, can't I? Th- I'm pretty sure you can make him do whatever you want. Well, he vibrated out of the the restraints that Dex, Deathstroke had. Him. Yeah, that was the whole point. Yeah. Why he said no, it wasn't like no, and he's like, oh, you're not going to comply yeah. then, whatever. He escaped and once he was out of those then it was like oh crap yeah, yeah. Well, i have a backup truth yeah. wouldn't make you like susceptible to, to someone's actions they just make you say the truth yeah but kid flash is going to vibrate at him too he doesn't know how to do that yet kid flash doesn't got, know how to do it he's still yeah. learning well now he's got to try and do that and <laughs> beat ginger flash at the same time i don't know I, yeah. uh, it, it's an okay story idea i don't know that i want to read it but uh, for Abnett's storytelling is pacing and plotting and, and definitely Brett Booth's art. Mm-hmm. It's worth every penny. Brett Booth loves drawing Wally. He has made that abundantly clear. He loves drawing the Titans, period. But he he's he's the one he's the reason we get that cool new Wally West flash suit. Yeah. He's the one that designed that. So I dug it. Uh but I've I've been on this book and I when they announced Lazarus contract, I was stoked because it's kind of a riff off of the Judas contract. So, um, seeing Ravager in there, Grant Wilson was cool. A little flashback to him battling the Titans. I so. like I like the female Ravager that was. Oh, in. Rose, she's yeah. coming. Okay, well, yeah. she's mentioned in it, so yeah, yeah, she's coming. I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, the, the Priest's run with Deathstroke and what he's doing has been pretty good, and she's she's been a pivotal part of that story too. So okay. I'm curious to see uh, what. Is her role is going to be because she's kind of like done with her dad and and the games he's been playing, so it'll be interesting to see how she fits into the story with him. Kind of trying to, I guess, for lack of a better word, just make these heroes do what he wants, and how she comes into conflict with that because her whole thing is just like, dude, I'm sick of you. Like, 
lying yeah. to me, killing, and like she's just kind of done with him. So, well, I I like that this is the first time that they actually mention. I mean, mention what's going on about the the lost time. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the beginning they said okay that you you I know it was Flash and Batman were investigating it, but you pretty much thought that Wally would be a help in it. Yeah, I've been wondering. And the only thing in, t- in this book so far has been that you know the she the uh, Omen, I think it was. Yeah. That um. She heard the the name Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. And so then they build their building in Manhattan. I'm like, really? That's it. That's, that's it. That's what you did? So. Well, that's so just waiting it. for the Remember, the there was another tease, it. too, of, of the blue energy and stuff at one of the ends of the issue. So they, it's it's a slow burn. It's a slow yeah. burn. Yeah. And the other the other thing out of this, what do you guys think about Dick Grayson withholding information and lying yeah. to that's, Omen? That's just like Batman. He's becoming <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's... Okay, one thing I thought was just maybe because I'd seen Guardians of the Galaxy just recently, because I saw the first one, then I saw it because the second one was yeah. coming out. I was like, this is like the beginning of the movie. You have a, a, a death scene of, some, of a relative that dies, then you jump into the future, you have a little action sequence, then, the, then some people get caught, and they interact with each other. I'm like, that's the beginning of Guardians. But that's like 10 other stories, too. I know, but it's just. Still, I was just like, there's nothing new just, under the sun. Relative. It was just, re- it was just recent. So I'm just like, it's just fresh. What? Uh. what the? So yeah, but it was still good. I like, I, I liked. You know, this is actually I was also in the graphic novel about a dad willing to do something for his kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's how I look at it. It's like Deathstroke is coming out. And as Bruce a did father. that recently with with Damien when Damien died. He went to try to find a way to resurrect him. Yeah. yeah. You know. I guess That's the that. one thing that kind of still humanizes Deathstroke is his regret of losing Grant. That's the one thing that kind of really messes with him. So. That's the one thing in the in the beginning when he's like holding Grant and Grant's son. He's like, "Did we do it? Did we get him?" And he's like, "Yeah, we got him. We got him." It's just like, oh. Yeah. And then finally, like, Superman's in a Justice League ad. <laughs> <laughs> But that's for the statues. For the statues. But it's an ad it for is, a Justice yeah. League. It so is. he's finally in one. Well, it's red and blue. It's true. So he figured it'd be black costume. And he's in his emboldening pose as he always does. Yes. Anything else about this that we want to cover? Are you going to read part two, Roger? Uh, probably not. If it's. Which book is it in? It's in Teen, Teen Titans. Titans is next. next. It's and then Teen Titans, then it's Deathstroke, and then it'll be in Titans Annual. Uh, I'm, I'm not caught up on Teen Titans, so I probably won't, but um, I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about it. And if it's a, if it's, if, if it's a strong enough response, I'll, then I'll then I, I pulled everything out. on this. Yeah, same here. Well, we're, we've been reading. We've been reading Teen Titans and Titans. The only yes. one we had to pull was Deathstroke because yeah. that's the only one we're not. That's a long, so. convoluted history right there. So, like, so we only pulled the one for the Lazarus. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. So, star ratings. Three and a half. Christian. I Same. Three and a half. Good. I'm going to go for four. Because you like the number four. Well, no, not because of that. It's just because it's a father. I mean, you might and hear us like... arguing a bit because this, we are a couple, and so <laughs> this is our this is our marriage counseling right now, I guess. <laughs> so, but <laughs> I'm so. gonna say I'm gonna say four also, mainly four. because I've been on this book since they they uh, launched it, and yeah, I mean I freaking love Brett Booth. I mean that that boosts it enough for me to, and I've been I when they pitched this uh, 
in the solicits Lazarus contract story arc, I was kind of like, ooh, that could be really fun. And it's pretty much, you know, what I expected so far for the kickoff chapter of it. So I enjoyed it. Cool. All right. So we're going to go over to our indie book, which is Invader Zim, <clears throat> number 19. And if you're unfamiliar with Invader Zim, it was a pretty massively popular television show. I think it was a comic, then a television show, and now it's back to comics. It was a comic, and then it was a television was, show, yeah. and um, it's and back to comics. And if you're unfamiliar with that, Zim is from the Urkin Empire. He's been sent to Earth to invade and conquer, but he never does. It's because, just a busy mission. Yeah, he <laughs> is. It's not because he's incompetent. It's because he is ill-equipped. So we have a lot of Zim kind of screwing things up and kind of getting caught trying to be undercover as a human, engaging in the human culture that he has no, no knowledge about. So in this one, he starts Zim Zoo. Go. Heather, what would you think? He didn't start Zim Zoo. His parents did. <laughs> it's robot parents, parents. Air quotes. Parents. Because career day anger yeah. messed it up because – he asked the girl to throw the the parent thing the, away. The parent career the day away, and Gur was like, hey, let's go career day, and took the robot parents. Oh, Gur's the best. Gur's awesome. <laughs> I want a Gur. For those of you that don't know, Gur is uh, Zim's little sidekick robot He's that's a, like uh, what is it called? just it's full a, of nuts and bolts for oh, his brains. What does it stand for? It's like genetic yeah. something robot. And he always has like a puppy onesie on. Yeah, that's his, that's his human like <laughs> he's a dog. disguise. Yeah, he's a dog. <laughs> he loves taquitos. Uh, yeah. And tacos. And tacos. He's Deadpool. No. <laughs> I, well, no, they do do a lot of they uh, do mixing. Do? On t- you know, t-shirts and stuff, they make they put Gur in a Deadpool shirt. Oh, do they? Like oh, a Deadpool yeah. thing. Deadpool and, like, and Gur would get along. Thing. He likes tacos. They would he be likes awesome. Rainbows, they would be unicorns. buddies. You guys can't talk at the same time. Sorry. <laughs> Look, this is how we. Yeah. All right, this is how we talk at home. <laughs> I know what people are listening to this. Like, oh, Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know anything about Invader Zim at all. Um, fortunately, Jonathan gave me like a, a thirty-second primer on what you know, what it was, and then so I kind of got what was going on in the comic. Uh, I, I'm probably a little too slow to have figured it out for myself, so I appreciate that. Um, it's super funny. I mean, it's just it's dark it's, humor for uh, and it's yeah, and it, it's just it's just like it's awesome, insanely <laughs> random. It is, you know, it is. It, it, it's so random, uh, and it's dark, and it's a lot of fun. I um I enjoyed it. It's not something I would normally read, but it certainly brightened my day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's a good example of a show. The just, only thing that I miss about this is you say the show and I want the voices. Oh my god, in, yes. in my head, voice, I did that. The vo- I was yeah. Like, Gur in my head was like And then like Invader Zane was all like, you know, like Dibs, what are you doing? He's like all high and stuff. It's like what the So that's how I read it. Because that voice cast was great. Zim sounded like a twelve year old boy screaming all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the original, if I'm not mistaken, the original voice for Zim was the voice of um, Fry from uh, Futurama. Futurama, yeah. Huh. I think he did the pilot, so. and then they switched over voice oh. actors. Interesting. But yeah, little fun fact for you guys: mm. uh, all the voices were mine. <laughs> 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 it's a deep cut right there, guys. Um, so yeah, it, it 
super fun. I I find it hilarious that Johnny has been for months. We need to review Invader Zim. That's Johnny's voice in my head. We need to review Invader Zim. We need to review Invader Zim. Sorry, Johnny, I love you. Um, and then the one week he's not able to be here is the week we review Invader Zim. Too bad. So, sorry, Johnny. too bad. So sad. Yeah. So. Too bad. I mean, it's his fault. <laughs> no. So, Christian, what what else uh, did you dig about this one? Well, I mean, I said this earlier, but just, yeah, can we not read a, a cartoon independent book? What did we read last I time? <laughs> Steven Universe. Steven Universe. Oh, Although I do yeah. like all the, all it. Invader Zim books. is ten times better than Steven Universe. Oh, heck yeah. It is. It, ten this times is really better. fun. It was fun, like I said. It's part of the, it, it's it's a good example of a show, of the, of the show. And, you know, and, and in my head, I just, when, when, when Zim was talking, it was the voice. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's what it added to it for me. Is this a Nickelodeon comic? Does yeah. it have the brand on it? Or no? Uh, no, because I think Jonan Vasquez, the creator, parted ways with that. Like, there yeah, was a okay. whole, like, he's he's a uh, interesting guy. Cause so he it's does, just like, an Oni IP then. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's not even Jonan Vasquez that is writing this. Um, oh, it is. Created. Nickelodeon's on there. Oh, it is. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Inside. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I remember he had issues with them hmm. for a while. Interesting. And it could have just been right stuff or what. That's why I, like the comic went away for a while. I assume then. Right? Is he the That's what the, the TV is he the show went away. No, he's not even. He's the creator. He, he was the original writer on the oh, first yeah. iteration. Well, they probably own the property, and they're just like well, yeah. yeah, licensing it or whatever. Yeah. I'm just gonna say so. now I want a Jeff and an Eller friend. <laughs> Explain what. <laughs> Explain that reference. Jeff was a decapitated <laughs> giraffe. Jeff is awesome. I want a Jeff and I or, want an Or elephant. if you hear Zim explain it, the legs <laughs> will come out of the neck <laughs> and stand him he's up. He's shy. Yeah, he's yeah, just shy. Have to wait. <laughs> is that all neck and no head? Or yeah, just no, no neck? It's, it's head and neck and then nothing Nobody. else. Oh. And it just lays down on a platform. That's mm-hmm. Jeff. Which because, the thing is, is like when Zim has Gur like create this zoo for career day because he's he's I trying to like it. do it in his backyard. He presses all the buttons. Because he doesn't have a handle on the language, so like yeah. that's why she said and she wants an elephant. It's a fat elephant. And like, they were running low on their little the bio slurry. Yeah. yeah. So they made small examples of animals that Gur came up with his head. That's yep. funny. Yeah, it, it it was seriously funny. I, it reminds me like I read the the Loud House book for Free Comic Book Day, and that's a Nickelodeon tie-in too. I was busting up. These Nickelodeon books are killing it. Yeah. yeah. And then just, the awesome. apparently the 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 town has a zoo, zoo uh, crime unit. Yeah, zoo crime department, <laughs> the ZCD, and, well, and they <laughs> come in to look at like the animal care, and all they do is like these are possibly fake, so they mark them all <laughs> with possibly fake you have, signs. You have twenty four hours to fix this, and then they arrest Zem's parents, the robots, and then they're like, "Do you have anyone to take care of you?" He's like, "Yeah, I have a whole new batch in the basement." They're like, "Good to hear it, son." <laughs> and that's the thing about the, that's like a reoccurring joke is none of the adults give a crap. They're like too preoccupied with whatever else to yep. listen right. to any of the kids. And Div's just it's, like, "What the heck, man?" It's how the DCFS works now. That's funny. <laughs> <What>? DCFS. <laughs> that's a funny book. So yeah, what I you? have zoo hats and zoo shorts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So seriously, uh, yeah, a lot of inside jokes here. If if you if you want to be in on the jokes, pick this book up and read it. It's it's crazy fun. What would be your uh, star rating, Roger? Four stars. Uh, three, five. <laughs> wow. Boom. Four for me also. If you remember, that was higher than my Harley Quinn rating. Dang. Right. That's- 
Well, you were. Well, that book you know, wasn't the best was, example. Was yeah. That was that was. But like the one before it would have been better. Yeah. For Harley, yeah. All right. Well, Heather is going to make an attempt. Oh God. To pitch a Star Wars book. Okay. Or should we do the the Imperial <laughs> dun, 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 Yeah, sounds more fitting. Here's probably. a little <laughs> backstory <laughs> here: is that she never watched any of like the prequels and like most of the movies until uh, she got with me. So giving her the Star Wars <laughs> book, and so I was like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, until I got with awesome. him, I thought Jar Jar Binks was a really good character. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. Okay. So. We reviewed Star Wars, Screaming Citadel, number one. This is part one of five, so that's good. There's only five of this one. I think it's a one-shot, right? No, it's part one, no, it's of, one five. of five. Part well, one of five. Well, it, this is a one-shot that sets up because it's going to go into the Star Wars title for part two. Ah, but it see. says part one of five. I know. <laughs> no. The story, Screaming Citadel, is What's the other five. book that it crosses Dr. into? Aphra? Probably Dr. Aphra. Yeah, Dr. I would think so. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be Vader. I honestly have no idea who any of those people were. <laughs> Luke is in it. Luke? Okay. Luke is in it. So is Dr. Afra. Han is in it. I don't know who Dr. Afra is. The girl? Han's in it for like two panels. But he's in it, and Leia's in it. For one panel. Okay, pitch it. Yeah, that I'm trying to. <laughs> Um, Heather tried to trade with me mm-hmm. earlier because she knew Zim I would have done better. Zim so much better. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what was this book about? Um, a citadel that screams. <laughs> okay, so this takes place if I'm if I remember right. This takes place after Luke, you know, destroyed the Death Star, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode four before episode five. There you go. Right. All right. So, and he wants like I'm he before he met um before he trained with Yoda. Yes. You know, so he wants to like become a Jedi Master. <laughs> so he meets uh Doctor. Afra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And okay. she's going to take him to this 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 place with this queen that only meets once a year. That because because the that queen can her. do what this, for them? The queen Dr. Afra has something that she wants the queen to do and that's The queen uh, can re-am what was it called? I just read it today, so. That's okay. The queen can This isn't a test. Dr. Afra <laughs> is an archaeologist, and she yes. has an artifact that is of it's, what origin? It's a Jedi thing. Jedi origin. There you go. It's yeah. a dun, Jedi dun, thing. Dun. But it, da, it, da, was, da, it was da, green. Da. It was green, so I thought it was kryptonite or something. <laughs> Wrong universe. <laughs> yeah, I figured. What well, could be the same? When it was How a awesome would Kryptonian Jedi a long time ago. I mean, anyway, it's not canon, okay? <laughs> But yeah. But what's up? What's up with the queen? She looks like a vampire, man. Right. She's like sucking energy. She's like an energy right. vampire. Energy sucker. <laughs> She's an energy Killer. vampire. Energy That's the yeah, technical the term, guys. Because basically, all these people. <laughs> so she's a she wife. Grants, she grants. <laughs> She grants an audience. Christian. That, that's the slang. I didn't She's hear that. Next to you. I didn't hear that. So. Oh, that that's the slang term. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to play that one back later. Um, yeah, unless he okay. edits it out. So basically, all these people come to this this vampire queen once a year. Yeah, but they don't know she's a vampire queen. To solicit favor. Well, apparently, a lot of them do. Luke doesn't. 
because they're offering up these strange species of and her vizier says yay or nay like yeah, yeah that's pretty exotic we'll we'll take that it pleases the queen <laughs> and then at the end the queen's like oh it's been a long time since i've tasted a jedi that just and sounded bad yeah. <laughs> well yeah you didn't have to go there but, <laughs> PG, well, guys, that's what PG, she said. PG, PG. Um, oh, her mind's just better. Yeah, she's uh, she's an energy vampire. Yeah, she's an energy and vampire. What'd you think of it, Heather? Um, I wasn't a big fan of it. No bueno. Yeah, no, no. Bueno. no. I mean, I, I'm I'm a decent Star Wars fan. I do like the Star Wars universe, and I mean. Uh, Okay, the, the guy who was saying yay or nay, I'm like, why did they have to make him look like an aged dead man? You know? Yeah, he, okay. He's not an energy vampire, so he's dead. No, I know, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, I look at him and I'm like, okay. One thing I, I, I'm curious about this uh, this interaction right here on this panel, where Luke interacts with this armored alien. Okay. Okay, Luke, maybe this is, I may be reading too, way too much into it. Luke, uh, played by Mark Hamill, was in the movie Guyver. And that thing <laughs> looks like the Giver. That's okay. That's, I'm just saying. That's probably I'm an Easter egg. And I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying. Kieran, so Kieran just, Gillen probably knows about that. We should also state that this is written by uh, Kieran Gillen, yeah. and yeah. it's penciled by my one of my other favorite artists. That's only at Marvel, so Marco Chichetto. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. He's so, underrated. I, I was just. I thought that was cool. If, if it was, if that is an, an Easter egg there. I think that's a that's cool an one. Yeah. It probably Gillen. is. Karen Gillan's super nerdy. Yeah, especially since negative. it doesn't seem but, to really. Happen I mean, my thing, like I said it. earlier, was just that it's the attitude that they gave Luke was he's like cool at sometimes, and then sometimes he's the whole annoying Luke. And I don't, I don't, I haven't been following the Star Wars one. I read Darth Vader and Vader down, so I don't know how they're progressing his character in, in the Star Wars books. Some yeah. of the books actually go to other stories too, though. Like there's a Stormtrooper arc, there's a Yoda arc. So, I mean, for the most part, it's been pretty consistent with the New Hope Luke. Mm. You so. mean post-New Hope Luke? Barely. Because that's, that's what this is set in. I feel like Yeah, it's, it is post, but it's the same attitude, I feel, as a New Hope Luke. Uh, I wouldn't go he's as far. Because he's, he's battle experience now. You know, He's on the path there, to evolve. There is a little <laughs> bit more maturity than the farm boy that they yeah. pick up. But he's not quite anywhere near Empire, Empire Luke yet. No. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Because that so. revelation hasn't even happened. Yeah, but but. I, I dug the heck out of this. First of all, it's absolutely beautiful. Second of all, Kieran Gillen created the character Dr. Afra, and she is absolutely charming, more so in this than she had been in the Darth Vader run. Yeah. So um, I loved her voice. I, I want more. I probably will actually follow all five parts of this. Pick up the trade? Like the Vader down trade? No, I actually pulled the, the second and third oh, arc no. or, uh, parts today nice. after I read it. I think she's one of the best Star Wars characters to be created in a while. Regardless, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, a, lot of, a lot of people love Poe Dameron, oh, Poe love Ray. I would Doctor Afra. I, I like better than both of those characters at this point in this in this book. Uh, she's just got she's she's a great character with a lot of depth, and I and I don't mean to offend anybody. Because I really like Poe and I and, and I love Ray's character too, but that's how much I like this Doctor Afra character. I'm with you 100, percent Jonathan. I, I think she's a fantastic character that they really need to to keep exploring. Because at first I was kind of like they gave her, her a, they gave her a solo title. Yeah, 
And I was like, okay, like, because I liked her in, yeah. in Vader, but seeing her shine on her own outside of Vader, better character. That was her whole thing. Her back and forth with Vader is what made her shine so much. Well, it was like, oh. Yeah, but you're reading that book for Vader. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know if it was just, you know, my focus was there through that series. But in this, I feel like she really shined and stood on her own, especially dealing with Luke, who's a little bit more naive than her. I, I do think that in the Vader books, it was her. She, she learned. She learned to be around big hitters. Yeah. yeah. You know, and now at the end of it, remember she was starting to play yeah. against Vader. Yeah. So she learned from being around them, and so I think she's gained confidence. This is where I, I always I think of her as a a female Han Solo that's suave. You know, she's, yeah. she's smoother than him. She's more quippy. You know? Well, remember, yeah. she's an archaeologist. She's not a smuggler. So there's an air yeah, but of, No, like, but she does illegal stuff. Yeah, she, no, so. no, I'm not saying. But yeah. Han is just a smuggler. There's no... Yeah. We don't know until we see this, you know, new movie that comes out. We really don't know much of his past beyond they him, know. you know, smuggling stuff. And the race. The and the race. Yeah. You know, and being <laughs> an ace pilot. Yeah. She's actually an archaeologist that goes and explores stuff and learns things and whatnot. So... Once again, not to knock Han Solo, but that's just kind of one of the things that differentiates her from just being a gender-swapped version of Han Solo. Yeah. Well, she's crazy smart and has questionable ethics. Or, no, not questionable. um, Probably ambiguous. Well, because in the Vader series, she has a reason. They give her a good reason for hating the Rebels. That's why she allies with Vader and the the Imperial uh, Empire. Because um, where she grew up, I don't know if she's from... Is it Tatooine? She's from one of the, the recognizable Some, Star Wars planets. Yeah. But her parents, her family, were killed in a rebel attack against the Empire. So she sees mm. the rebels as I knock the pop filter <coughs> right off this mic. Okay. She sees them more as like terrorists uh, than, which, than liberators. Which is totally plausible. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think one of the coolest things about her is that not necessarily about her, is that she brings the two coolest droids with her around oh, everywhere. <laughs> BT and Triple Zero? Yeah, they're, they're, they're awesome. The murder droids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like them. I just didn't like that, that uh, was it Triple Zero is the one who came up with the name The Screaming Citadel. Hmm. I was kind of like, oh, well, I guess, because he is kind of maniacal. Yeah. So I, you know. Well, I don't know if he, like, because he just gave the translation. Or what well, it was, and he was like, well, "Well, for lack of a better term, doesn't sound very." Well, he says, personally, yeah. personally, I'd go with the Screaming Citadel. Yeah, so that's his way of going. He's, if he's saying personally, that's what I would call it. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, but I dug the heck out of it. I like I said, it's been a like I, Mar the with Marvel publishing the Star Wars stuff. That was one of the few things that I stuck with until my pull list was just getting ridiculous with all the rebirth stuff, and I had to like cut the fat somewhere this pulled me uh, yeah because it's me. so good yeah <laughs> star wars star wars at marvel has been consistent it's been no yeah. no less than a good read every time even all the miniseries i've read them all so far yeah. and well, all i think that's because more i mean disney owns marvel yeah and disney bought lucas films mm-hmm. yeah. they don't have a universe and i think that's why they said focus on this universe build it for us so we can make movies out of it yeah yeah you know I mean, something. I know you guys rag on Marvel a lot. I think, it's, uh, to me, Disney is the corporation. They don't look at Marvel as being a comic book company. It's print media. Let's get our stuff out there, and we really we we build around our movies. You know, 
and that, then, that's look, a bad that, approach. That, that's a look, bad approach. That, I'll that, say that that's that's certainly possible. I don't know. Uh, um, I, I, I would I would love to be in on one of those board meetings, but uh, you know that's that would be a case where the mouse doesn't understand the industry that it that it's trying to lead because they're sacrificing you know the long term viability of the print uh, media. media for short term profits. And I've got look I've got I, I've you know my my you know ten minute rant on Marvel a couple of weeks ago was only scratching the surface. Yeah. I could I could go on. Well, I mean, Simpsons did this. They talked about that where they remember that Malibu Stacy, and they just kept on reinventing. They they didn't change her at all, and then they just added a new hat. This is how this is how D, like Marvel, Disney just reinvent it, and people will still buy it. Like, how many times have you seen a new Mickey? It's like every True. year there's a new version of Mickey, and people they know people will come back and buy it no matter what. There's a certain number, and they know that, and they can live with that, because. Well, it's a lot smaller now, though. Yeah. They've. I'm serious. They've lost so so much readership in the last six months, that I, I think it's causing them to change. You know, it's like with with uh, Legacy yeah. coming later this year. It's Secret I'm Wars. I'm not expecting anything there. The end of Secret uh, Wars just, is did it. I just think it's just it's just Disney going. Okay, let's reinvent them now. It's been like this for a while. Let's just go. It, before we get off, like on a super yeah. tangent, yeah. let's ra- let's rate the book first. Uh, Screaming Sorry. Citadel, uh, five star book for me. Nice. I'm not, and by the way, I'm I, I uh, take full responsibility for this. I way under ordered this book. I don't I don't think I realized that it was it was the kickoff to a crossover. <laughs> I got more copies coming in next week. If you want it, uh, hit me up Tuesday or Wednesday. I was so like I like I was afraid to look. Sorry, Heather just showed me the score for the Ducks game. I was so afraid to check, <laughs> she, and she just kind of forced it on me. And I was like, "Oh, they're ahead! Thank God!" Anyway, it's sorry. The final. Yeah, this is that's see. the final. Wait, that's won. the final. They won. They won. Holy God! Yes. <laughs> now you got to. I have haven't shown you because you I was do the checking. soccer thing. Run around with your shirt off. Like, oh my God! I wasn't going to show you until wow. it was the they're final. They're going to that's the Western the Conference. Final. Yes, the bring final. on Nashville. That monkey's off their back. That's the only reason why I showed you. They finally won a game seven at home. That's the only reason why I showed you is because it said final. I was like, okay, I'm going to show them. (laughs) I'm going to watch the crap out of that highlight reel when I get home. Nice. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I just had a full-on fanboy moment. Anyway, um, you said five? Five stars. Christian. I, I'm gonna give it a four, despite my, my reservations. I mean, it's just with I, you know how I me, mean, I'm critical. But yeah, I, I liked it. You know, but I, I, I appreciate where you're at with most stuff because it, it, you make legitimate points. So yeah, yeah I no, I liked it though. Still, I st- even there was some weaknesses, but I still liked it. I enjoyed it. Heather, the non-Star Wars. Well, no, don't get me wrong. I love the movies. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I definitely would choose Star Wars over Star Trek. Star Trek <laughs> is good too, Careful. though. Hey, Careful. Yeah, don't, don't you're gonna get, you're gonna get don't, some don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. No, don't like, worry. I, I like the new Star Trek. Okay, I like they're that. They're all good. Well, like, he, the first Star Trek is just like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. It's but no, the the comic. Like I'm back. The yep. Comic. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it um a two. Ooh. You didn't think it was pretty. It, no, that's why. It's pretty and stuff. It's just because I was lost and I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, if you're not from, I super mean, familiar maybe with it, if it's I had read easier. other stuff and I if I knew how who she was and stuff, maybe it would be higher. But okay. I had no idea who she was. I had no idea where I was coming in at. 
So a two. Okay. I feel since he's gone, we've got to complain about the lettering. <laughs> no, we don't. We oh my god. Um, I'm actually gonna give this a five. I loved it. Um, I loved Luke. I loved the interplay between Luke and Doctor Afra. I I think I have like a new comic crush on Doctor Afra. With yes. this, with this, like she's seriously, cool. she's super cool. I love the design of her, and Chichetto just makes her super pretty. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so what would you guys rather have reviewed this week, if anything? Action Comics: How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. For, well, are you predicting what I'm going to uh, say? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm actually happy with. Ooh, the only other thing that I would have thrown on that is Future Quest. That's the end of the first oh, big man. story. That would have been fun. For me, I think actually Superwoman. Oh, that, yeah. that cover is so cool. Yeah, and, and Superwoman such would a, be cool, too. Such a great cover. Because uh, I, I, I think that there are shades of uh, um, John Henry Irons in that, yep. in that cover. Yep. So. I was actually looking. I saw The Amazing Spider-Man has art on the issue by Imonen. Does it? I didn't know he's doing Ooh, that run, so I might need to nice. go back and read that. Oh, Imonen. Yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. I like the Marvel and the and the DC one. I just the Invader Zim. I liked it. So if I was gonna pick one, there was either Fathom or I see that one. It says Bug, just because it looks. Bug. It caught my attention. Oh, that's the new um, young animal, but it's got the all reds on it, so that could be kind of cool. Hmm. I don't know what okay. it's about though. So, I would read Invader Zim all the time, and Lazarus contract I was good with. Star Wars. I mean, I don't read any other Marvel books, so. Spider Man. Deadpool was out. Yeah, Deadpool. I don't read Deadpool, <laughs> though. Just That's a good one. So, okay, just say, yeah, say X Men Blue number three. I don't read yeah. it. Because it's got art by Ray Anthony Height. What? <laughs> right. Does it have controversial art again? No. That was gold. It's Ray. <laughs> okay, I don't That was X Men Gold. Ray's was it? local. Yeah. He's our boy. Okay, right. then I would go with. Oh, that's right. He's on that issue. That's he's awesome. on that series. Is he? What? He's the new yeah. series. Congrats, Ray. Well, I think it's him and one and another guy doing like doing alternating double Dude, yeah. that's nice. awesome because he's been yeah. trying to crack that shell for a while. All right, he, then he, what he, Roger said. Yeah. Because um, yeah. They, and, uh, <laughs> People should buy that book to support Ray yeah, specifically because he's, he's good and he deserves it. Newsarama came out with an with a, a review of that book and they were like, "This is the best X Men series in the last ten years." And, Due to the writing and this crazy stellar art by, by Ray, uh, Ray and that's and the the young team, right? The young X Men, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, X Men Blue. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. I'm stoked so, for Ray. I'd yeah. buy that Ray. book to support him. Yeah, you should put those books like on a special shelf, like like that one, and then like the the Odyssey of the Amazons, yeah. Yeah. and then the Turtles one that yeah. like Chris, um, Chris does. You should put those like on the local shelf and just like these. Hey, these these the are local, local guys. Yeah. This would be like the local. local. <laughs> I mean, I there's a not a ton, well, but it would show like, hey, look, these are local guys. Over, yeah, well, you know? over the, over the last six months, that's definitely changed. Up up until yeah. then, there. I mean, there wasn't. Yeah, I, I might have a comic a year. Maybe do that. Maybe have like some kind of something. I think you're on to something. You yeah. know, do something because people come in and they'll see that and be like, "Wait, you mean this is a local guy?" And you'd be like, "Heck yeah, yeah it's local." I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so before we move on to trivia time, I have to make a correction. Some corrections from two weeks ago because I forgot to do it last week and I got tight, like super tired and tangled up in doing. The, the, the super hard uh, trivia that we had last week. Uh, a couple weeks ago when we had Blake Starling on, he did the trivia 
and I was like, mm, nope, those aren't those aren't the correct answers. It was Superman trivia. Okay. Uh, oh who, yeah. Who did the? Who did the? I did not rest. I found out. Oh, this out. was the, the Dan Jurgens. So, yes. Uh, tweeted out. So yeah. yes, um, I, I Johnny had originally answered that it was Grant Morrison that did the right. the, yeah. the writing, and um, that Howard Porter did the redesign of the electric blue. Uh, Superman suit, suit. Right? yeah, blue, blue suits suit. from the '90s. Both those answers were incorrect. I love you, Blake. Uh, Johnny, I love you, but you were dead wrong. So I like I point. said, he didn't win. I get the point. They're both not here. They forfeit. Um, <laughs> I I did some research. I knew that Jan, Dan Jurgens wrote that series, uh, but I could not find who did the design for the blue electric Superman suit. So I tweeted Dan Jurgens. Um, and he responded within a, like I think about an hour because nice. uh, I said, hey, could you settle a little trivia debate? Who designed that suit for Superman in the 90s? And he's like, it wasn't me because I thought it was Dan Jurgens that did the design. He's like, it wasn't me. It was Rob Friends who was the artist on that particular run. Nice. So Rob Friends did the electric blue Superman design. That's cool. So I might not Is he uh, verified on Twitter? Who, Dan Jurgens? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. him. So that's pretty good that it's he got him. back to you real quick. Yeah. He he does that. Um, he he answers fan questions pretty quick. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, he was totally cool doing yeah. that. So I I even uh, if you guys want to see it, it's on my Instagram. I I posted a screenshot of it. So, but anyway, so trivia time with Christian this week. Okay, so Mr. Um, Miracle. What? <laughs> no. So no, he didn't because... tell me any of the answers yet. He didn't even let me see. Because <laughs> we don't, we don't talk. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Unless it has to do with the kids. So just only then. <laughs> we just stare at each other across the table during dinner. <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyways, uh, well, the no- graphic novel does deal with Joker's origins, so I kind of okay. picked a few origins to see if you guys knew them or not. Um, let's see. Uh, just br- briefly. So, uh, sole survivor of the universe before the Big Bang, a space explorer attempts to save the planet, their planet, but in the end fails. And is saved by the Phoenix Force of, of the dying of the dying universe. Silver Surfer. No. No. Close-ish. Is that the no, you said uh, the Phoenix Force saves them. <laughs> See, so, oh yeah. Is that the Phoenix? Close the, the, with Silver Surfer in a sense. Related. The surfboard. The, uh, I suck at Marvel. <laughs> who, who, who made him? Galactus. Galactus. Yeah. That's Galactus's origin. Yes. For real? Yep. Uh, the Phoenix Force saved them. Yep. That's oh. off Marvel.com. Huh. So, <laughs> um, okay, this is the okay. This one is the original origin. It got re, uh, retconned later. A flight attendant with amnesia that turned to crime after getting hit on the head during a plane crash. Father owned a pet shop. What? Is that Catwoman? Yes. No way. That yes. was her OG origin. It's the original. Yes. origin. I didn't even know that. What that's year was that origin? That was back like in sixties. She started. 60s, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That that's a oh, total sixties that or that, that, that would be like fifties. <laughs> yeah. All right. She's been around. Yeah. You know all the femme fatales though. I do. Yeah. <laughs> teenager. 40s. Okay. Teenager fascinated by contortionists learns they all consumed a drink that contained rare ginkgo fruit, develops a concentrated extract, and gave himself powers of super elasticity. Plastic man. Elongated man. There you Elong- go. Ah, Who I should have known that? that Ralph Dibney. Who's in? You just read about him. Yeah. Deep, deep in DC history right yeah. now. Oh, DC. I heard of Is it Plastic Man? The, he can take. Like, he can become different objects, but he can't really. He can stretch. Mm. You can do some stretchy stuff yeah. and like kind of. 
Elongated one? I think he just stretches. No, plastic. Elongated man is stretching. Yeah, he can make shapes. Yeah. Yeah. I think elongated man is just stretching. Yeah. um, Okay. Uh, This one I thought was relevant right now. Okay, after the death of parents becomes a professional criminal. The Red Skull Chen changes this person's memory using the Cosmic Cube in order to befriend Captain America. Red Skull then snaps the original memories back into this person, and he, but he remains. He decides to remain a hero. Bucky. No. Captain America. No. Kobik, or whatever that thing's name is. No. No. That is relevant because of what's you know what's happening right now with Cap. Yeah. So Red Skull uh, did it again. Is this in in the? Is this in Marvel? The, but but no, the, but this is not from the the storyline now. It's from a previous one, right? With it's from, Red it's the origins of this character in the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, but it's not a new character. No, yeah. so he's a friend of of Cap. Falcon. Yes. Yes. Was it Falcon? I said Sam Wilson. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you. Uh, no, it's okay. You don't count. You don't hear the audio. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All Don't right. we get to play if you read the books, Matt? What book? <laughs> that was trivia. I know. That's <laughs> what right. I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to do a listener question, and this week uh, you're, you guys are going to be vying for either a hardcover copy of the Killing Joke Special Edition or the three comics we reviewed this week, uh, Titans, Invaders, M, and Screaming Citadel. Um, if you know the answer to this question that Christian's about to ask, uh, hit us up at contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com with your answer. First person gets their choice. Second person gets the leftovers. Good luck. What you got, Christian? Okay. okay. So not that hard. I mean, everyone has Google. So <laughs> that, that's okay. The free comic question last week wasn't that hard. Okay. It was like the, the okay. easiest of all. On a trip to Africa was bitten by a poisonous cobra. Father saved this person with an injection of radioactive mongoose blood. <laughs> the, con- <laughs> the concoction wait, wait, wait. gave him gave superhuman speed. Where did they get the mongoose? I don't know. It's <laughs> comics. All right. Cool. That's cool. So if you know that answer, hit us up. Contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. And last week's? Last week, uh, the free comic book day question. The hardest questions we have ever asked on this show. They're free. (laughs) Um, Winners were Heather. Again? Well, Matt Hauser got first. I thought you got third. Yeah, I got third. Who got second? I don't know, but I got third. That'd be David Revis then. Yeah, I got third. Have you just been, like, hashtagging off every win, like... I don't know. Yeah, I last week first was uh, you kill it every week. First was Matt. Hauser. I would kill it this week too, but I'm here. Can't win. Can't win. I already have the book anyway. Yeah. And we're buying. Well, we're I'm buying. Not, I'm not Lazarus buying Invaders Zoom. Not down. You can buy it. <laughs> it's okay. I read it, and I, I I honestly think that there was an Invader Zim episode. Well. That was career well, day. You looking for? Uh, I'm gonna have to Netflix one it. Yeah. Do you want Christian just yep. go ahead and pitch? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go, All go. Right. First, pitch it, and then tell us why you picked it. Um. Okay. Um. One bad day. That's the theme of this book. What What happens <laughs> to someone in one bad day? And this time, it's look at Batman and. Joker's one bad day, and Joker wants to prove a point. Sweet. There you go. Why'd you pick it? 
wasn't my first choice. My first choice was actually uh, the uh, Identity Crisis. Oh, and we did it. Yeah, you guys did it. Now, I'll go on a you little bit. Blank for that. Blank I'll, for I'll go on a little bit of a tangent here where I was not pleased with one of the panelists that <laughs> week. <laughs> okay. And just because of the fact that just because that subject is used in a book doesn't mean it's used just to sell. You know, this, and then, see, for me, I took it personal because it's just like that book came at a time when a year before I was a rape victim. So it helped me because it's it basically it showed how someone, uh, if you don't talk about it, you hide it or something, it could be a problem. And then that's yeah. what happened in that book. So for me, that helped me talk about cope. it. Yeah, it did. And so... You know, for someone to bash it anyway, so I, I, that's that's it, it, it's a personal thing for me. Yeah, yeah. So when you know he when that person said it, I was just like, oh, and I came home all mad, and I was just <laughs> like, oh. So, but so then I didn't, I couldn't pick my first one, but I picked the next one of the next ones, which was the Killing Joke, which I love because it's a a look at um, what it's it's an internal look on. What can someone? What can drive someone to go mad or not? What can prevail? I mean, people talk about the bad day. Mm-hmm. You also look at it is that if you think about it, what happened in the book, someone overcomes a bad day, such a really bad day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the psyche. It's it's someone's psyche. It's not just having a bad day. You know, people can go have this traumatic experience, and yet still come out fine, insane. You know, and yeah. yeah. So I liked it. You know, it's not a it's a quick story, but it is. It was actually because um, this is the first time I'd read it in print. I saw the movie when it got released, um, so I was curious to see what I would think, you know, reading it. Um, and I knew that they would have to extend stuff uh, in the movie because I'd heard that this was a short read. But man, once I started, it, I didn't stop. I just went all the way through. Yeah, it's really quick. <laughs> it was the first time I'd read it too. But yeah, um, I I dug it. Um, this was done what late eighties? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah, if I remember right, yeah, uh, it won best graphic novel Eisner nineteen eighty nine, and also won best writer that year. So it was a year before it came out okay. in eighty eight. Okay. Cool. Um, this was a tough one for me because I, you know, I I really like Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, this is one of those books that uh, is hard to. It's like Dark Knight Master Race, okay? Frank Miller's uh, not Master Race, um, Dark, Dark Knight uh, Returns by Frank Miller. Not my favorite book, you know. I understand its place in in history and everything. Um, this uh, not my favorite Batman story. Not my favorite Joker story. It's a it's it's a really good story, but I think that with this with this story, it's hard not evaluating it in the mm-hmm. context of the other books coming out at that time, you know, because it's slightly dated. I love Brian Bolland's art. I really yeah. do. But I don't know that there's enough foundation in the story. I think that Alan, Alan Moore could have spent more time developing this. Cause it's like, I mean, look, Joker just shows up at, uh, Barbara Gordon's, the Gordons yeah. blows her away. Well, not that harsh, but shoots her, you know, 
kidnaps the dad and is off. And I'm like, wow, that was, to me, that was kind of, you know, it was almost a whiplash moment in the comic. Like, there's no real foundation for that. Um, but that's how the Joker yeah, always that's is. Actually, that's, that's, he doesn't have rhyme or reason to what he does. That's that's the Joker. My thing was, was why was Batman going to Arkham to talk to Joker? That's that's the my that's only gripe. Kinda, of yeah, I mean that's kind of that's weird my too. only gripe. Well, Why was Batman going to? That was a weird scene to that's start the book gripe. off with. That's a weird scene. I'm I understand, and I really think that that was setting up a lot of the tones. I mean, look for the whole course of the story arc, because look, they've been telling Joker stories for uh, Batman mm-hmm. Joker stories for sixty years, and. Alan Moore comes along and he puts this down on on paper and and he has Batman go go talk to him to say hey how's this gonna end All right well you know first off Alan Moore didn't come up with the story the artist did he picked Alan Moore to help write the story you know um, Alan uh, Moore coincidentally actually doesn't like this book okay. really? he says yeah he's he's been in a bunch of interviews where he says he he likes the story that he wrote as far he doesn't like the 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 medium he chose for it. You know, if I remember right, that's one he one of the things he said is just that he goes like that play that you know place wasn't the right time for that. I mean, wasn't the right area for that story, you know. Um, but I thought wasn't Brian Bowen writing it because there's a there's a, a he, little a sh- short essay by him at the end. Um, wasn't yeah. he saying that like when he was having to go through and write? Um, which, which scenes was it? There were scenes that he was having a real problem with. I think it was the problem with well, in the Gordon's house, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, in the letter at the end of the book, yeah, he actually does say that he he clarified. Um, sales, I think Sale did the forward, right? I yeah, think it was. Um, he he actually says here that I just read Tim Sale's generous introduction. Uh, having just said it. Dead air is, is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay while you're searching for that. No, but it's easy. Where is it? Uh, he says he had to correct him or something like it that. It says there's a minor detail that Tim got wrong, actually. It go. was me that asked Alan to write the book and not the other way around. The Killing Joke was not a project instigated by Alan, nor was it, as far as I know, a labor of love for him, and it doesn't usually appear in a list of his greatest works. Yeah. I was glad he agreed to write it, though at the time we'd known each other for quite a while and narrowly missed working together a couple of times since yeah. then he really hasn't worked with someone else as a writer he's done he's done he's worked as with writing a story as far as i know um and he's written he's 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 done his own books but alan moore was the last writer he he, he solely worked with okay. you know just like mm. in that sense you know um but yeah, the beginning of the book, it's a, he even says he said, "Look, I need to make sure that I that I at least gave it an attempt. I know one day we might kill each other. I want to make sure that we've talked to, that we've at least talked it out." Yeah. So and that's how it starts off, and that's how, and even at the end, which okay, sorry, but yeah, we gotta talk about the end. Yes. Well, I was gonna say, you know what, because it's it's left open. And there's a couple different conclusions that people have drawn from this. Even so, in the afterward, he leaves it. Yeah, he open. leaves it open. Mm-hmm. So now I was talking to, to to Blake and Blaine about this. They Batman guys, excuse me, and they came to the conclusion that Batman kills the Joker. What was your conclusion on it? I read I read a, a copy of the script. It's online. 
you can see and it, it, it looks like Alan Moore intended that it just goes that it's they just, just arrested and then no it's that he gets arrested and they go on oh okay but in the artist but keep in mind it's two storytellers so mm-hmm. you know the artist did his own thing too and he, even he likes the ambiguous ending yeah. you know and I like to think that maybe it, I, I do like the idea that maybe he killed them you know he just said enough mm-hmm. and that was it he found the right time and in this and in the in the movie mm-hmm. the, the film the, the adaptation of it yeah they played with that a little bit where they both laugh. You hear them both laughing. Mm-hmm. And then it's silence. And then, then you hear just Batman laughing. You don't hear Joker's laugh anymore. And then it goes dead. Yeah. So it's like, why did Joker just stop talking? Did he just wring his, you know, his neck and that's yeah. it? You know, so, you know, again, it's like he said, you know, uh, I want to make sure we at least talked about it. One day we're going to kill each other. Yeah. And I know people say, well, oh, that, that's where people say, oh, he says one day. It doesn't mean he killed him that day. Well, one day still means it could be that day. You yeah. just don't know. Yeah. Now, I came to a different conclusion when I got, because I thought, okay, it's meant to be kind of a cliffhanger, did he or didn't he kind of thing. And I was more in the school of, I don't think he did. And this the, we were on Xbox Live discussing this, so <laughs> <laughs> forgive my, my, my recounting of the details. Of all this, but um, you know, they were saying kind of, uh, or or Blake was making the point of, Alan Moore kind of approached it uh, from it's a final Batman story, which I get like this would be like you know if it was yeah. gonna be like it, this would be how it would go down kind of thing, and I was like, oh, well, because there's a lot of things that spawned from this, like the whole fact that Barbara ended up being in a wheelchair, becoming Oracle, and things like yeah. that. If it was a final Batman story, or if whether it was. Um, more or Bolland, then it should have been like a pocket universe mm-hmm. outside of continuity yeah, and, right. and been a little bit more resolved in that ending. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of arrived, and plus everybody had been talking about that ending for a yeah. while, so I was kind of familiar with what the story was and coming into. Yeah, maybe to clarify, so I, said, I like the idea that yeah, he, yeah. That he no, shows I'm, up. Yeah, I'm not saying I just that. don't, I mean, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, if it was, then the Joker would never have showed up later on. Yeah. You know? And I think um, that's part of the strength of the story is it does kind of leave you to draw different conclusions and you can kind of argue with your friends like, no, he totally did it. Nah, yeah. man, I don't know. So, um, and, and this book also, this influenced uh, The Dark Knight because it plays out the same way with, but instead of uh, Gordon, it's with Harvey Dent. Yeah. You know, but in that one, you know, uh, Harvey does get pushed over the line. And in this one, Gordon doesn't. And that's where I say it's it's a it's an example of when someone goes crosses that line, yeah. and also someone being able to stay away from that line. And like I give that, all the props to Gordon there because yeah. if it was my daughter with these pictures like that, you know, the the yeah. dude and possibly I mean they because they, they also it's open ended to like kind of say he could have raped her. We don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, why is there, you know, why are there nude pictures in in certain positions? You know, what I mean, so it's 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 not directly explained, but it's just. And if if I was you know my, if my kids were in that situation, I'd be like a time to kill Samuel Jackson just <laughs> straight up just be like you're dead, you know. Yeah. But you know just you got to give it to Gordon where he's like by the book. Yeah. Bring him in by the book. Yeah. And that's partly why I wasn't quite convinced that Batman would go that route if Gordon is the one that's saying, dude, this just all happened to me, and he's like towing the line like by the book. Yeah. I can't imagine bats not so but you know both blake and blaine made some good uh arguments for the case that batman 
uh, went all the way <laughs> with with that. But it, yeah, this was an interesting read. Kind of reminded me of that Michael Douglas falling down movie. That's a good movie. Mm. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I thought when he started going into the one bad day thing. I was like, oh, this is, this is yeah. like that. It, they even <laughs> used that. This is a famous book for that theme. Yeah. I mean, look at Daredevil season two. Um, Punisher oh, yeah. says that to, yeah. to Daredevil. You're one bad day from being me. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what he true. Says to him. You know, and it's that theme is everywhere. I mean, that's just because yeah, one bad day. Depending on that bad day, you could snap. You know. Yeah. You could. Doesn't mean you will, but you know. And then I loved. I don't know if you guys read the uh, the companion, the little thing at the end. Yeah, I had to look up what the symbolism for that. Like I asked Blake. Like, up. Yeah, that's the art. No, I liked Ooh. it a lot because it's that is how some people are. Some people are. They 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 do not. Okay, this is the, it's the it's an innocent guy is the name of the of the, of yeah. the little companion story. Yeah. Basically, a guy who says that, and he says it in the story that you know, but people are held back because of consequences you know so if and so he decides he's going to do one one act one evil act and then live his day out normal like anyone else and he wants to kill batman he talks about how he one day will do it and i think there are people out there that do have this mentality that they go okay um if i if it wasn't for consequences i would do more you know um I, and I work in a field that some people, they don't, they, because their behavior is based on consequences and when they don't face those consequences in, in the legal system because a generic resource comes and saves them, they just keep repeating it mm. because they don't have consequences, you know? And this is what but I there's, But you have, I mean, you have a lot of crime in the world uh, of many different types where... I mean, there are consequences. People, pe- there are people that decide to do things regardless of the consequences. You know, um, and bad things happen. You know, yeah. people facilitate uh, um, horrors on other people yeah. daily. You know, I think for the rest of us, and and this is this is where I, now do do some people think like that? Yeah. Um, Perhaps everybody has some level of darkness in them. And I think in this last story is kind of dealing with this, you know, it's like, you know, cause I, I don't, when, when, when I, when I'm reading that and, and I'm thinking about it, it's like, I, the stuff that, that he's imagining doing is horrifying and I don't, I don't do it, you know? I, okay. I wouldn't, you know, do that if there were no consequences, you know, if there's no consequences, I wouldn't do that because I couldn't, I, I couldn't bring suffering on someone else like that. I mean, for me, that's just a, that's a black and white issue. I, and it has nothing to do with, with heaven or hell or the legal system or anything like that. It's, I mean, obviously there's something that's ingrained from from a young age but for me it's it's kind of an absolute it's like there's that you don't you don't bring suffering on someone else you you brighten their day if anything you know or at least at least not real quick because i was just like kind of like disturbed by the 
the backup story. Yeah. I was like, what did I just read? And now, you know, once again, I had, I had to, to go to my, my, my bat experts. So I texted Blake and I was just like, dude, what was the deal with this backup and how freaking dark it was. And apparently it's the artist's symbolism of if he had given up on his dreams, it'd be like someone killing Batman where he'd not pursued going into the field of comics and doing, it would have been the death of everything that he loved. Just told from like a really dark standpoint. Yeah. And the artist, like he's the one who wrote this. He actually, yeah. He's quoted as saying that he's most proud of that story. And I think it's because it touches a nerve, you know, he liked this one, but I think, yeah, that one in just in simplicity, it is, it's just this very simple story of a guy in a dark room saying his deep emotional thought, like dark feelings, and how he's gonna go by just like the rest of his life normal. And I, it, there are people who are like that. I'm just saying that the, everyone's yeah. like that, but there are, and that's the scary thing is that there are people out there like that. I mean, yeah. we deal with people that out here. I mean, a block away from our house, someone got carjacked with an AK-47 like a year, the first year we moved in there. Wow. Who does that? Yeah. You know, and that's where it is, and that's why it's scary because but there's a the truth to it. Yeah, well, but I don't think that that is some somebody who does that. I don't think that that's that's a you know a, a, a one random act, and then and then I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go live my life. I think that that's somebody who. Uh, routinely engages in in make fear assumption and and power and you make that assumption well this is well, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a psychological debate that you could actually have that you could say that like I never like the whole thing that people say that uh, a, a psychotic that it's a sexual thing for them you know it doesn't have to be you you could just like it you know it's not like sex it's it's just that you and then this plays with that idea. It's just this that goes, he doesn't need to do it more than once. He's just going to do it once, and that's it. Mm. Some people are like that. They can have, you know. So before we go to any further down this rabbit hole, <laughs> let's rate this book. Roger? Three and a half. Christian? Uh, four and a half. Heather? I'm going to go for four. I'm going to say four also. Solid book. So. All right. Ballin's art is crazy good. Yeah. <laughs> I really, yeah. Love yeah, it. it is older style, but it fits that. Like, oh it yeah, it's the tone, yeah, the, the eeriness of Joker at the door with the white specks for the eyes. Like yeah. that was just like, okay, yeah. you've got creepy down. So, all right, we're gonna do some previews from Marvel Comics, uh, and we're reviewing this one next week, right, Roger? You, you're the one to mark this. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Daredevil 20. Nice. Uh, Deadpool versus Punisher number three of five is out. Generation X number one is out. Oh, maybe we need to do that. Ooh, yeah, that's a number Let's one. Let's do that. What book is Generation X? I don't know. Oh. It's a number one, though. So. Uh, Invincible Iron Man number seven. Luke Cage number one. Mighty Thor number 19. Monsters Unleashed number two. Punisher number 12. Secret Empire number two of nine. Star Wars number 31. Star Wars Poe Dameron number 15. Ultimates 2 number seven. That's a Secret Empire tie-in, and X Men Gold number four is out. Man, they are cranking those issues out. They have to because they probably signed deals for twelve issues, and they have till November to finish them. I think they just want to put everything with that <laughs> artist behind them on that title. Yeah, that too. Yeah, but he um, only had the first three, right? Was it only the first three? I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was. That's we'll why. That's what week. they're doing. They're yeah, getting get the new the artist on. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's four issues in five weeks. That is. 
Um, Aquaman from DC Comics. Aquaman number 23. Batman number 23. Batwoman number 3. DC Comics Bombshells number 27. Flash number 22. And that is the finale of The Button. What? And we'll be reviewing that. Uh, Green Arrow number 23. Green Lanterns number 23. Harley Quinn number 20, Heather. Um, I was so like just timid. Like, yep, we love that book. Yay. Uh, I love my Harley. Um, Justice League number 21. Justice League Power Rangers number four, Matt. <gasps> of six. Finally, that's been delayed. Yeah. Uh, Lucifer number 18. Nightwing number 21. Odyssey of the Amazons number five of six. Super Sons number four. Superman number 23. Teen Titans number eight. And that's uh, part two of the Lazarus contract. Trinity number nine. Finally back with Francis Manipole. Looking forward to that. Wildstorm number four. Oh, Roger, we need to review the Wildstorm soon. Yeah. So bad. Next arc. Yeah. Um, or next issue. That's a really good book. It's really good. Uh, Wonder Woman 77 and Bionic Woman uh, number four of six. And then from Indie Comics, we have Archie number 20, Birthright number 24, Curse Words number five, God Country number five, Invincible number 136, yeah. Low number 18. Yeah. I Mighty sold someone a low on Free Comic Book Day. Nice. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 15. My God. Neil, it's like the <laughs> math stuff. Uh, Neil Gaiman, American Gods, uh, Shadows, number three. Rose, number two. Royal City, number three. Spawn, 273. Star Trek. Yes. The <laughs> in your Spawn shirt, no less. Yes. Um, Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation, Mirror Broken, number one of mm. six. Wicked and Divine, 455 AD, number one, which is a one-shot. Yeah. And then the Zombie Tramp Ongoing, number 35. And you didn't mark anything out of that list. Yeah, I think um, it, it's probably going to boil down to either Birthright or the Mirror Broken. Not, not being broken. You're not going to read it. <laughs> I read the free comic book day. Yeah, so. but you're not going to read it. You don't get to choose. The, fine, read it. the free comic book day one wasn't. It. <laughs> Fine, read it. We'll be severely disappointed when it's not good. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't care. Um, we'll see. Do Invader Zim. Again, no. just, just, just all or, over How here. about low? Huh? huh? Have we done a single low issue? We've no. done the graphic novel. Done the graphic novel. Oh, maybe we'll do low. Yeah. Woo. All right, graphic novels. We have Flash Trade Paperback, Volume 2, Speed of Darkness, and that's Rebirth. Invincible Hardcover, number Volume 11 is finally out. Hardcover? Yeah, the hardcover. The twelve the one where it collects like twelve issues or whatever. So the omnibus is coming then. There's no omnibuses. The, they stopped making Compendium? Compendium. Sorry, I always get those mixed up. Yeah. They for whatever reason they stopped doing omnibuses for uh Invincible. They so just, then the compendium will be soon though. Probably yeah. once it's over. Yeah, when yeah. it ends. About a month after it's over, yeah. Yes. Um and then Supergirl Trade Paperback, Volume One, Reign of the uh, of the Cyborg Superman, excuse me. Um I cannot do words right now. It's like I've had a stroke. <laughs> Anyway, um, and that's going to do it for all of our graphic novels. A small list for graphic novels next week. Uh, like I usually say or attempt to say, this is not the complete list. If you want that, go to horizoncomics.com. Click on the new releases button. It's updated every Monday. Yep. Woo. All there. All right. So, news. We've got some news. Uh, big news is Hellboy is being rebooted, recast, and coming with an R rating. So fitting, and that was after just about a month ago. They were like, "Nope, never gonna happen." Ever no, they said number it. three, never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, what? they yeah. said number th oh. number three was never gonna happen. Okay, 
But yeah. I feel yes. sad okay. about that. That would have been awesome to see Ron, Ron Perlman finish <laughs> that story. Yeah. Yeah, I feel sad yeah. about that because he'll actually, he'll go and he still does like when those Make-A-Wish kids are like, oh, I want to meet Hellboy. He'll go and he'll sit through those hours and hours of makeup just to go and meet them as Hellboy. Yeah. Nice. Even to this day, he'll go he and do that. He's the best. That. Yeah, the he'll more. still do that. He still yeah. does that to this day. He goes and does that. He's just Good like, guy. he'll sit there and he'll do the makeup yeah. and he'll go and spend like hours with the Make-A-Wish kids that want to meet Hellboy. That's cool. He still does that. That is super so cool. So I'm like, you guys got to give him his movie. He, I mean, that's his character. Well, that and Del Toro. Yeah. Del Toro really, you know, that was kind of a labor of love for him too. I think yeah. it's up to the studio who owns the IP for the movies. It's really their choice. And that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, so. It's more numbers. I mean, they didn't yeah. make a lot. So they're like, well, it was, yeah, it was we? like, you know, the first one did okay. Yeah. It's enough to make, they granted a sequel and then they spent more money in the second and then like, but maybe got our money back. That's about it. And that's, that's the like, unfortunate yeah. thing about a lot of movies is the yeah. numbers, box office numbers just dictate what gets made. So. Yep. Well, really. I hope that now that they're recasting them, that they don't stop him from doing the Make-A-Wish as Hellboy. Why not? I hope mm. that they don't do that. Because, you know, copyright kind of thing. They could be all like, oh. you can't go as Hellboy yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, Depends they could, on what contract he signed. True. Yeah. But, well, I mean, they could not. do that if they want to I mean, be all... And we should note that David Harbour... Uh, Sheriff Hopper from Stranger Things is the guy they cast for Hellboy. Yeah, solid choice. Mm. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay. Sheriff, Ho- Sheriff Hopper. Yeah. Okay. So I can live with that. David Harbour. I, yeah, that's what I said too. I was like, okay, I, I liked him. We'll so. see. We'll see. We'll see how, we'll see how he looks in the chance. We'll give him a chance. Yeah. But they still, you know, let let Ron still go and put the makeup on for those yeah. Make a Wish well, I mean, kids that want to meet him as Hellboy. If they stop him, it, they're gonna look bad. Yeah, but so you never know. Like I mean, they could be jerks and be like, you can't do it. You can't do it no more. Yeah. So. Um, in other news, on FFX, they have, uh, I don't know, if is it optioned? Is it greenlit? greenlit? It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's happening. I think it comes yes. out next year. Deadpool the cartoon. It's going to be an adult cartoon, right? Yeah. Kind of in the vein of the movie? Yes. As far as I've read, yeah. I assume Donald it's Glover producing. It's yes. going to... FXX is the weirdest choice to put that on because I don't know of anybody that actually watches that channel. Well, they put their a lot of their adult stuff on there, like mm-hmm. uh, what's it? It's always Sunny in Philadelphia. Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah, that's, that's on, on FXX. FX. You okay. would think yeah. they would try to get a deal with something like Adult Swim or yeah. something. Yeah, you know? that would make more like, sense. Even though George, well, it's fun. Well, it's, no. I know, they but that's Warner. That. That's their but that's their channel. Yeah. Oh yeah, that so makes, they're like yeah. Adult Swim goes with more like the it's like, Warner Brothers, like anime and yeah, and all that. Yeah, but stuff there's a lot of original adult themed cartoons yeah. on there too. True. And I mean, they got they got the license for Family Boy and Futurama for years on that. Yeah, on but that. I I don't think Deadpool would do good on Adult Swim. It would do good on Netflix. It would do. It would do really well. Yeah. Um, Deadpool would do great on there. It was like five minute shorts. Yes. <laughs> if it was on Adult Swim, yeah, because yeah. most of just the people between everything Adult else, just yeah. have a quick little Deadpool chapter, and then yeah. you're like, "What did I just watch?" Um, uh, and you were telling me that Black Lightning's got a full series order. Yeah. On CW, I read that they got picked up for the full season. Okay. There's so. the news. Headline is the news. Yeah. <laughs> and then I Zombie got renewed. I Agents of Shield got renewed. I th- I'm 90% sure Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I don't know if it's confirmed. If it doesn't, then they're going to bank everything on Inhumans. Yeah. Oh, like man. A- Can we talk about that cast photo real quick and how bad it looks? I didn't have a problem it's, with it. It, it looks it, like it cosplayers. Looked, it really it looked does. what I expected it to look like. <laughs> I mean, you, they're not going to look amazing. But they look I mean, real bad. <laughs> no, Medusa looked bad. Yeah. Uh, Black Bolt, I didn't think he looked that bad. I mean, what are you going to look like? Crystal didn't black. look that great. 
I think that when, well, although what was bad was that they said they're going to they're How much of a first world problem is this that we're complaining about the costumes hey, of hey. an upcoming show that we haven't even seen yet? Hey, I'm a fan. I can be critical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah don't stop either because that man, Medusa, looks. So weren't people complaining about how bad the Suicide Squad costumes were looking when they released the Suicide Squad? Yeah, you had to throw that in there, didn't you? Just like, oh my god, you know, the Suicide Squad people look so horrible. And it's a single photo. Um, You know, there's a lot that can change between you know the the principal you know photo that they take for promotional stuff and then what actually gets you. Because remember, her hair is going to end up being CG anyway. And Karnak and Gorgon look fine, so. So and then like, lightning, lighting, and, and you know, CGI. Just show me Lockjaw. Come on. Show They're going to save that for the, <laughs> the episode. So anyway, um, that was it for news, right? Yep. That was all we had? All cool. Right. All right. Questions. We got a double dose of Los tonight. It was on the show last week, which Carlos, I almost forgot. He let me borrow Black Hammer, his copy of it. Uh, solid four on that book, Carlos. <laughs> And you lost it. No. no. <laughs> Roger Roger has it. He I've might borrow it. it. I'm Roger gonna, accidentally I'm read gave it, it away That's on Roger free comic like, what are you talking no. about? <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking right, about that. Did you, you bought that like, tonight? He price tagged it. Roger's all like, I thought that was a, a raffle prize. We gave it away. Right. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. In which case, I would owe Carlos a new copy. <laughs> it's not that expensive. All right. Um... Carlos's first question is really long-winded, and I think it, it's, it's probably Skip. too long-winded. It's <laughs> easy. Now, in the last Batman issue 22, Thomas Wayne tells Bruce that he doesn't need to be Batman and should live his life as Bruce and be happy. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is something that will be followed up on in a significant way? And is this a thread that you would like to see followed? No, no, no. Don't care. No. Well, no. That's what no. a father would say. No. The father yeah, would that's say what a father would tell his son. And also, they already mm. did that. Where Remember, he wasn't Batman for right. a while. Even in Bloom. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, so, I agree with you that, that that might be what a father would say. But do I want to read that? No. Do I want Batman to stop being Batman? No. Do I want, you know. Only if they did that. They did it in New 52. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. with the Bloom. Uh, Blue. Gordon. Yeah, yeah Gordon. Yeah. And then Dick from the Dark Mirror. When they healed, the when they healed Bruce and he was he was like, you know. I'm back. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think, okay. Yeah. Was that it, or is there another? <laughs> no, that's the question. I, oh. I, I'm sorry. I, I really oh, that, that, that's that. something a father is going to tell us, and you don't need oh, to do that. And I agree. That's a father. Do you want to see that story? Do you want to see him flesh that story out? <laughs> we a lot of sitting on the couch. The question is mute because it's we already saw it. Yeah. It's like twice. Well, yeah. <laughs> you may like, see it again. I don't read no. Batman. Only I'm only reading Batman for the button. No. So if it's Greg Capullo on on R, I'll buy it then. <laughs> just depends. I think Carlos phoned in that answer. No, that's what like Dark Knight Metal is. Bruce goes and forms a metal band, and it's his <gasps> adventures. There we go. <laughs> so it's like the Lego Batman. Like it's like darkness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll next next question uh, from Carlos is. Which DC Dark Matter series are you most excited for? The one with Tony Daniel. Dark Matter? I don't know. What is that? There's a whole line of top tier creators and writers that are, it's going to spawn out of. The titles are The Immortal Men, New Challengers, Sideways, Dark Knight Metal, Silencer, and Damage. I don't know. I can't remember which one. Tony Daniel's on one of them. 
Yeah, that's the one I'm most excited for. Dark Knight Metal. Dark Knight Metal too. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Based solely yeah. on what I just heard, Dark Knight Metal because it sounds like maybe a metal band, and maybe <laughs> Silencer because it makes me think of Silencer for a gun. So I'm like, well, is Batman finally going to use a gun? And it's not going to be Batman silencer? related. Do you have to read the Sideways book? Sideways. Yeah. That, that would be interesting. <laughs> you got sideways. sideways. Actually, I'll probably end up pulling all those books, but I know, yeah. I know that it, there's Ramitas on one of them. Uh, they they've got Tony Daniel on another. Are those just all the and j- some of characters? them are no, some of them are like new. They're oh, like they're new characters. Creator oh. kind of created. Oh, I don't so know like vertical or vertical vertigo line without it over, being yeah. like adult. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Or mature. Yeah. So, um, like I said, whatever Tony Daniel's on, he's an artist that I'll I'll follow. Um, I'm interested in in all the titles at this point just to check them out. Sounds interesting. There's been some fun stuff that, that they've done before, but yeah, Tony Daniel for sure. What cool. I want to know is when are we going to get the summer Watchmen announcement? Jeff Johns, when's that happening? least expect it, Matt. It'll probably be like, hey, guess what? Next week, this is coming out. I'm like, whoa. It might be next Wednesday. Sorry, I don't know. That's what's going to happen. All right, and we got a question from Blake. Uh, what do you consider the darkest story involving the Dark Knight? Hmm. Darkest story involving the Dark Knight. Hmm. <laughs> Collectively, man, hmm. man, just hit pause for about five minutes. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't read a lot of Batman. Court of Owls that was pretty dark. Yeah, oh. but I don't. I nah, I wouldn't. It wasn't that dark wasn't compared that dark. compared to know. some of the other stuff. I don't so read a lot of old Batman. Just specifically, ba- like a Batman story. Yeah, Dark Knight. The mm. darkest. I mean, story. Killing Joke is pretty dark. Killing, yeah, Killing Joke might be the darkest Batman story I've read. Yeah, because yeah, it insinuates things that you know, like like I said, the, the rape. You don't know. Yeah. You, you see Black a woman is, is, is Black Mirror is the other one that's pretty. And that's well, that's not about too. Batman though. It is too. It just doesn't matter that it's Dick. <laughs> well, and okay. not Bruce. Batman is not Bruce. Do you know how <laughs> creepy? Um, friggin' Gordon's son oh, was. Yeah. In no, that? I haven't. I like, it. oh my god, that was dark. So, the whole whale murder. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> that one. Black Mirror. For me, probably Black Mirror or or Killing Joke would be the darkest things that I I would consider. Yeah. This actually, I remember another fact was actually that uh, the Killing Joke influenced Tim Burton to do a darker Batman. Really? That's yeah. true. Yeah. The, the Batman Two. That's no, true. Uh, no, the first one. No, the eighty nine. He said, you know, before okay. it became Disco City. Yeah. yeah. Well, the second was a With lot Black darker Lights. though. And raves, isn't it? Yeah, that that went even darker. Yeah, yeah. It went way but it dark. was remember before Tim Burton, Batman was not Happy that dark. Oh. He was gray. He was yeah, the blue. You know, Tim Burton is when actually a dark Batman was considered okay. That, that's what we're gonna move forward with. Huh. You know? Yeah. You're talking about in that medium though, because uh, Neil um, Adams kind of started bringing the darker tone with. Batman in print, but even the black. I'm saying, just the oh yeah, black just and everything. All black just everything, everything, everything was dark. That about super him. gothic vibe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. interesting. Nice. All right. Well, we have no new reviews, so guys, I'm sad. Get on. Do some it was reviews. funny, Matt. You put out, uh, you shared something on on the group feed this week. A, a guy, I, di- I didn't go to the oh, site yeah. and look at it. <laughs> oh, Somebody, we got a hater. Yeah. <laughs> well. Somebody somebody took real offense with uh, with our somebody went back and watched our both episodes. Um, World's well, finest. Okay, specifically I'm thinking comics about matter. the indie comics uh, World's Finest episode, yep. and was like, how could you not 
you know, talk about um, no, what's his name? Close, Jonathan Close, no, Daniel, Daniel Close, yeah. And if you're listening, patience, graphic novel. If you're listening to this guy that complained, we specifically left him off that list to annoy you. No, like <laughs> every person <laughs> thinks on the internet, and we're, it we're was all we knew. Up we knew you were gonna watch that, and it was all just to tick you off. Yeah. He also commented on the top 2016 comics that we did. Okay, so did he hate that too? He said no in- intro of this guy, and I'm like, okay, we we didn't read this comic, so how are we gonna include? It? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know. Look, yeah. hey, you know, okay. If 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 he's listening out there, because I don't I don't I don't mind it. Anybody can if if they have a problem, they can bring it up and they can address it to it, and I will respond. And uh, you know what? I'm always going to be right. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Look, if if you look at, you know, especially with indie books, you look at indie books that have come out. Indie books have been coming out for 50 years. I, I I've probably read one tenth of one percent, yep, or fewer of of the indie books that have come out. Okay, it I was don't the account of records and comics. Um, yeah. The quote was the importance of indie co- comics quotation yeah. without even one mention of Daniel Klaus. Wow, this is great and all, and I watched the whole thing, but this is a massive joke. Yeah. Well, he so, said, you know, I don't know he, he said, is. I, you know, what, I, I don't, I don't know name? either. Nothing? But this is the thing. Look, I understand. I understand well, that because I went, I went and I looked at. Uh, I got two Eisner nominations: one for lettering, yes. shout out to Johnny, uh, <laughs> and and the other one was best graphic album. And I'm like, that's okay. really cool. And so I looked good. at, uh, you know, I read some of the excerpts of the book, and I'm thinking, you know, I might, I might like this. Yeah. The guy's got, he's got a unique style and stuff. But it's also, I mean, you know, it's fanographics. I, I, not my normal fare, you know. And I'm not, um, I, I'm not, I'm look, I'm not a wine and cheese <laughs> comic connoisseur. I say, if okay, he wants us to read us, drop us some links of some good books, and we'll check them out. No, here's the thing: it's also YouTube. He has the ability to make the same exact episode we did and include what he wants. True. He doesn't have to come and piss and moan at us for not knowing who Daniel Klaus is. Look, but there's I, look, we we there are there are thousands of fantastic books yes. by great writers yes. and artists that and I'm we sure haven't good. even come across. Yeah, you yeah. know. And this wasn't my 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 basic point. My basic point here is this was not the best. Uh, you know, of all time. indie indie comics of 2016. It was the best of our show. It was why these matter, and even even with with the best of yeah. that we did for books, it was the best books that we reviewed. Yeah, the best books that we reviewed, the best books that we had personally read, and if 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 the best that you if know we of, did, right? If if we if there's a book by a writer or an artist that that we omitted, it wasn't it wasn't you personal. know intentional <laughs> or nefarious or personal. I personally right. left it off to make him mad. It, <laughs> It just hang on to that. It is what like it is, that. and and to to you, records and comics, you would you know look, you would you would make a lot more progress in 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 life if if you just said, hey man, you know it surprised me that this book wasn't on your list. You should check it out because it's great. Yeah, yeah, and so I would be different. like, dude, that's that's awesome. Instead of instead of saying that you were a joke, so, but hey, look, uh, I don't take any offense. Because I'm right, and when you're right, you have confidence, and you know. And hey, you can see us on the video. We're not hiding behind our little 
comic shop yeah. avatar. So, um, yeah. do you want to go over sales real quick before we end the episode? Right, you you tweeted this to me. Okay, so uh, this actually was supposed to go in the news section. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we forgot. I just remembered. Save so, the end. Matt, I texted sent me. It to you. It's in the group chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've just got to get to it. Okay, so sales figures for April, April. Yep. came out. Um, Marvel uh, took top spot for unit share and dollar share. Unit share thirty eight point two percent, dollar share thirty four point nine five percent. Still kind of anemic for Marvel. I mean, they're used to being in the mid forties. So wow. uh, DC had thirty point five percent dollar share and thirty four point three percent unit share. Image clocked in at at ten point five dollar share and nine point eight six unit share, which is slightly. What's weird is that. There was that month where it was like 18%, and I'm wondering if I got, you know, weird numbers. I don't know. I think that was the quarter issue of um, Walking Dead. Yeah, but it shouldn't, because, uh, You sell enough of those. That could have certainly, yeah, but it was only a 25%. I don't know. Yeah, it would take it would take some deep. Sorry, I'm not good at math either. But that's it. So. Well, I mean, long long time ago, McDonald's sold cheeseburgers for twenty nine cents, and so and that adds you just up. you sell enough of those. No, 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 no. But well, that's that's a completely different argument. You know, uh, no, they, selling a twenty five cent book and and having it try and dig into you, certainly it's going to be able to dig into unit share. You know, mm-hmm. because you know guys will order thousands of copies. But it's not gonna it's not gonna make a dent in in dollar share when you're up against two ninety nine, three ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. My bad. So, but I, no, I don't know numbers. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's um, it. Guys, if you like uh, what you hear, rate, review, subscribe, share, like all that stuff. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast If you want to go above and beyond, you can get on as little as a dollar. $3 level gets you the exclusive video content that apparently somebody watched to piss and moan at us. <laughs> I'm hey, not going to... You know, no, no <laughs> offense. I, no offense taken. I It made me chuckle. Yeah, me too. So. so um, but anyway, you can get that there. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything going on at the shop, you can follow at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram and like them on Facebook. Yeah, and sometimes we got like eight-hour live feeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Uh, if you want to keep up with either Heather or Christian, oh, I'm on everything at Heather Bear Four. Right on. Uh, quick sec. Okay, shout out to my kids because like the mommy <laughs> did it last time, and they said, "What's what's what's wrong with you, Dad?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, She's like, "Jeez, Dad." I know. So, okay. Yeah. So yesterday was uh, Crichton's birthday. Yes! Oh, happy birthday! Four. Happy birthday, he little man. Four. Yeah, so oh happy birthday, Crichton. There's Tristan, Zoe, and Kira. I love you guys. Okay, so I'm talking about you. Keep in mind. Um, but I'm uh, on Facebook, Christian DePaz. You know, uh, it's a black silhouette of me, so if you, you don't see an actual picture. But yeah, uh, just he keep me there. He doesn't have Instagram or anything else. No. just He's no. probably better off for it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Heather brought Crichton in the shop yesterday. I've never seen anybody more stoked for a birthday. I mean, this kid was pumped. He was super pumped, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was so fun. I loved it. I loved awesome. it. Yeah. Yes. So, if you want to keep so up excited. with me, 
I am on Twitter at St. Jonathan and on Instagram, same deal. If you need any type of audio stuff, Hydra 5.5. He's also got Hydra 5.5 Gaming. You got episode two coming soon? Uh, Hydra Gaming Podcast. Can you say it in the mic? How'd your gaming podcast? Episode three went up today. Oh, episode three went up today. Yeah. My bad. So that's Matt. Check it. Thank Check you guys. It. We will see you next week.